Welcome to the Life by Design, Not Default podcast. I'm Paige. And I'm Elaine. And we want to talk about all things life, business, and beyond. This podcast is for anyone done with the mediocre and ready to design a life that is meaningful, impactful, and fun. And we want to know, how are you living your life by design? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Life by Design Not Default podcast. I am your co-host Elaine Terso. I'm here with my business bestie, Paige Angle. Hello, hello. And we have a new friend with us. Her name is Laura Rubin, and she is a reformed hustle bunny, a joy seeker, and a lover of life. She mentors other corporate and entrepreneurial hustlers to forget the hustle and unwind from the grind of overwork and burnout, encouraging, empowering, and inspiring them to free themselves from society's rules of success and experience life on the other side of the desk on their terms. She guides them to the, through the courageous journey of living to work and not working to live. This is going to be such a great conversation. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. I am super excited. Something I'm super passionate about. So I'm, I'm glad you guys have me on. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us about the word hustle. Hustle really has like this. It started out as everybody was a hustler. I am hustling. And then all of a sudden, I kind of feel like hustle turned into a negative, right? So can you kind of talk to us about what hustle means to you? So the word hustle, lots of times what I get is, is um, pushback and I have to work hard. I can't grow my business if I don't work hard. And so here's the thing about hustle. You can hustle if the energy behind it is correct. You can, you know, and society wants us to hustle. That's kind of what they told us. We, we can't be successful if we don't work hard. And I would agree with that to a point, but when we work so hard that we forget ourselves or who we are along the process and all we're doing is hustling for the corner office, we're hustling for the job title, we're hustling for the salary and we haven't brought ourselves along, we've lost ourselves along the way, that's when hustle to me gets the negative connotation. Mm -hmm. So you know, there are still people out there that go, I hustle, I have to work hard. We have to work. And yes, there are times that we have to work hard, but we also have to remember to bring ourselves with us you know, on that journey along the way. So it's interesting hustle is not necessarily a negative term or it, it's just what's the energy behind it how are we how are we showing up in it for me it was all about checking off all those boxes that we talked about college career moving up the ladder the salary the title and then getting there and realizing okay i have it but is this all there is this, you know, I hustled so hard to get there that when I got there, I didn't feel the success and the fulfillment that I thought I was going to get. And then I was lost. Then it's like, okay, I hustled really hard for nothing because this wasn't right for me. It isn't who am I, what am I supposed to do? And then you, then we get this feeling of guilt and shame because it's like when people look at us, like, well, you've got the corner office, you have the great salary, you've got the bank account. And you're like, I do, but it's not, not right. Or something's not right. So it's the energy behind the hustle. 
That's what I feel like. Mm. Yeah, I really appreciate that um, explanation, Laura, because I think sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes when people see the other achievements that people, you know, other folks have made, and they feel like, oh, that person hustled all the time. Oh, I could never do that. Oh, that's not how I want to live my life. They never know what the start of that was, right? They never know what what um, kind of connection someone's ha had or did not have. They never know, you know, what the playing field was when that person started. They just see the end result and then they start playing that comparison game. And I think that that's where, like you're saying, the intention behind the hustle, if it doesn't come from a good place, then that's kind of what sets you up for, you know, the big letdown. Correct. So so here's, I, yeah. here's an example for myself. There are times I work on a Saturday. Now I never work on Sunday, but there are times that I work on a Saturday. But the reason I worked on Saturday is because I took Wednesday afternoon off or I took Wednesday yeah. off during the week. So again, you, you see me working on Saturday and may think, oh, she's just overworking and she's headed for burnout when in actuality, yep. I took Wednesday off. That's that's the beauty of actually the entrepreneurial side of all of this is we get to make our own schedule. So if I choose to work on a Saturday because I took Wednesday off, that's not that's not necessarily hustling or overwork or burnout. That was a choice. That was living by design. I chose to take Wednesday off and chose to work Saturday in its place, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. One of the things that's really popping up for me is, you know, the, I have a phrase that I called that I used to use all the time when I was a photographer and it's called living your life on layaway. Right. And my daughter, um, was a prime example of this. She kept saying, you know, she is in the car business. Right. And she would say when I be, she worked so hard, she was pitted against someone else to compete for a position and her mind, she said, if I just get finance manager, then I'll be happy. When I, if I, if I could just get this, then I'll be happy. And guess what? She wound up getting that promotion and was not happy because she internally was not happy. So it doesn't matter what position you attain at your job or what goal you fulfill in your business. If you are not internally happy, oh my goodness, like what the hell is it all for then? Right. We Man. can't, we can't wait for, you know, um, you know, oh, once I lose 50 pounds, then I'll be happy. Then I'll have the photo shoot. Then I'll wear a bikini. Then I'll no bitch. Like you got to do that now. Like you have to be happy now and not waiting for this magical thing that you think is going to solve all of your problems because it's not. And that's what these people, these women, and I mainly work with women. That's what these women have lost. They've lost who they are along the way, because as like your daughter, when I get to that place, okay, so that's all they're focused on. They get to that place and they realize, well, what do I really like? Who do, who do I really want to hang out with? What do I really want to do kind of thing? So, and in, in the effort to get to that next place, to jump to that next hoop, to grab the brass ring, um, you know, that's what happens. We lose ourselves along the way. Yeah. When all really it takes is just to be aligned with who we are and happy with who we are, then we bring that person to every situation 
now we bring joy everywhere we go. As I call myself a master joy coach. I mean, it's just joy to me is a state of being. So that comes with us no matter what's happening everywhere we go, especially when we're aligned with what's important to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Laura, how do you help um, your clients and women work through this, right? Because I, I'm sure that you get women um, who, you know, need your services and they're at various stages of, you know, the, the revelation. How exactly do you work with women to work through this? First thing that we do is we talk about the power of the pause, stopping, and stopping to the point of, you know, here's a good example, um, enjoying your coffee in the morning. That's all it takes is just retraining ourselves to start being mindful and present with what's going on instead of rushing from thing to thing to thing. Uh, I often uh, ask my clients to, when you start, when you're making your coffee, instead of, you know, take the time to smell it, taste it, feel it, feel that hot mug. If you are, you know, running into Starbucks to pick up your coffee order or whatever that is, while you're standing in line, Pay attention. Who's in front of you? Who's around you? What's going on outside behind you? It's just those little pieces. Because a lot of times when when my clients think pause, they think I'm going to ask them to take an hour off at some point, which eventually, yes, I'd like you to take an hour off at some point. But let's just start by being mindful for one minute, for two minutes, and start to plug back in because they're so living above their shoulders and so living cerebrally that they're not seeing the whole world. They're, whole, they're not tapping into their whole being. So we start by pausing just long enough to just pay attention to what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, a couple of weeks ago, my word of the week was intentional. And so mm-hmm. for that, my whole thing was, I'm gonna be intentional about like every morning, uh, my dog, my daughter's dog and I, we go get a latte that's our morning routine. Right. And I could totally zone out autopilot, right. Right. Like just be somewhere else. But I was like, Nope, this week I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to notice, Oh, the cherry blossoms are starting to bloom. I'm going to notice that, Oh, there's look at the cute dog on a walk. Like I'm just going to be more mindful and pay more attention and just be intentional about kind of savoring the moment versus being on autopilot because autopilot is kind of a boring place to be. Right. That's what lots of times we're either on auto. Well, lots of times we're on the hamster wheel. We're going, going, going. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I can't take that pace. So then we go back to autopilot. So we vacillate between the two. And I love that you, you start, when you start paying attention, you also start noticing, oh, I didn't like that. Now you start paying attention to what you like and don't like, and don't even realize it. It's very, very subtle, but you, you start noticing oh, I really love the smell of cherry blossoms. Oh, I don't like walking on this street because whatever reason, but you start, that's the first piece is really tapping into what you like and don't like. And you have to pause long enough to be able to to really, you know, tap into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, So what are some other, um, besides the pause, which I am a big fan of the pause, um, are there any other tricks or tips that you give to people about how to, you know, find their joy? You bet. Um, If I asked you what your core values were Mm -hmm. or are, do you know them? Can you name them? 
Do you know why you have them? Do you know how they show up in your life and how you're showing up in your life? So the next thing that we do, once we start pausing and realizing that, that, you know, start tapping into being present to what's going on around us. Now we're going to start exploring what that means for us, exploring what our core values are, defining those, setting boundaries. Are you setting boundaries? So we take those core values and we take those things that we're exploring and discovering about ourselves. Then we start creating this life by design. Mm-hmm. What do we say yes to? What do we say no to? I read somewhere, I love this quote. It's either a hell yes or a hell no. Everything in between is just hell. And I'm like, oh, I thought about it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then I thought about it some more. And I'm like, oh, that's a good one. That is really a good one. And you don't know what your hell yeses are or your hell no's are until you figure out, you define, you know, what that is, what that means to you. So we do a lot of work around determining your core values, which is a lot of fun. It's a big adventure about, you know, discovering the words putting them together in groups, picking one word, defining, because joy to you may be completely different than joy to me. So then we define them and then we figure out, okay, now we got to let them out to play. It's not one, it's not, you know, the first thing is to define them, discover them, but now we have to let them out to play because if we're not playing with them, then we're just, they're just still stuck up here in our little head and we're not living by them. So then we start bringing them with us in all of our situations and we live again, start living by design. (laughs) Paige, what were you going to (laughs) say? I was going to say, well, Laura, that is actually a quote from Elaine Terso. Okay. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Uh, She said that quote probably about four years ago. (laughs) And so, um, we are, we, we totally, for those of you who are listening, if you can't see the video, we totally look like bobbleheads yeah. because that is something that we totally prescribe to. And, and it's important being able to know the difference, right? Yes. And how you, you know, effectively live your life based mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and boundaries are way, way important. And I think so many women uh, miss the boat on that one and mm-hmm. don't really lean in enough to what their boundaries are. Um, and making sure that those boundaries are in alignment with their values. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's another thing that, that, that's an important key to success. So one of the questions we asked Laura is, uh, do you have a motto that you live by? So my motto stays the same. Elaine's usually changes with what's going on for the season or her word of the week. Mm -hmm. And so I'll share mine. We'll ask yours and then we'll see where Elaine is this week. But my motto is I deserve to be here. I've had a lot of successes. I've had a few hiccups and challenges, but it's okay because I deserve to be here right where I am right now doing the things that I'm doing. Laura, would you share with our listeners what your motto is or mottos that you live by? So I mentioned joy is a state of being that goes with me everywhere I go, no matter the situation. The other one that I like is life is your playground, play curious, because it's really about having that growth mindset and just being curious about everything that comes your way and how does that fit into your life? So that's, that's one of my newer ones. I I love that one. Mm -hmm. I like that one too. Mm -hmm. Curiosity is awesome. Yes. And Elaine, where are you at this week? Well, you know, I have just been uh, very much on the get out of your own damn way and get shit done motto this week, Um, you know, which is, which honestly is the motto that I live by. I have done 
um, multiple podcast episodes this week of my, I have a bitch and brainstorm podcast and literally I have just been having so much fun helping people get out of their own damn way and get shit done. And I have to remind myself that I also need to follow that as well. And I have to stop and ask myself, why are you in your own damn way right now? Like get out of your own damn way. Right. And so it forces me to take a step back, to take a moment and to figure out what's going on. Why, what am I avoiding? Cause typically when I'm in my own way, I'm avoiding something. So then I got to get clarity around what am I avoiding so that then I can, you know, be aware of it. I can't change it. If I'm not aware of it, I can't address it. If I'm not aware of it. And then I call my bestie page. I'm like, ah, I'm in my own way, <laughs> you know? So that has been, it has been coming up a lot more lately. And I'm just, you know, it's, it's just, it's what I wrote my book about. And it's the thing that I have to yeah. body every single freaking day. <laughs> I think oftentimes the things that we share and we're passionate about are because we need it ourselves. Oh, I will tell you this journey that I've been on, I'm passionate about it because I started with myself and I'm still on the journey and I see other women in it. So I really, the continuation of the journey is I'm learning so much and I want to pass that on to the people, the the women that I'm working with as well. So I I just feel like what we're yeah, what we get passionate about is what we need to learn for ourselves as well. Yes, yeah. I am the best then way. Share it. Yes. yes, yes. The best way for me to learn is to teach. Like, and so, that's exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I if I yeah. need to learn how to do something, I teach it. It's it just like that's how my brain absorbs information. So people think I'm an expert. I'm like, no, I'm learning along with you. But this is like how I, because I will go do all the research right? I will gather all and then I will apply it. And then I can turn around and say, this is what worked for me. This is not what worked for me. And here you go, like do what works for you, but this is what worked for me, you know? Um, but yeah, that's how my, my brain is really weird. I cannot sit in a classroom and learn. My brain does not work that way. So if you ask me to teach the class, then I will learn it. I can relate to that. Yeah. I can sit for just so long and then I want to go out and do it. I want to go yeah. out and try it. Don't, yes. don't have yes. me sit here for another hour and a half while yes. you drone on. I need to get out there and try it. So yes. I totally yes. resonate. Yes, yes, Yeah, yes. Elaine has been known to make full-on websites in like two days. No. I know because I get a hair up my ass and I have a big idea right. and then I can't think of anything else. Everything else is no longer a priority. And now it's this thing that I'm, because my mojo is really excited about it. So I have so, to do it right now. So there's the hustle. There's yes. the hustle with the right kind yep. of energy yep. behind it. Yeah. So you took two days to build it, but you were, it, you just totally enjoyed every, every moment of it. Yeah. Every moment of it. She loved it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Now at the end of that, the key is you knew when to, you stopped, you took some time for yourself. So that's, that's the balance. You get into the mojo, you get into, you know, the hustle, quote unquote, the hustle, but then you know how to step back and then, you know, go do something for yourself whatever that is, take a, take a half a day to go enjoy nature, the park, the hanging out with your child, whatever that looks like. For me, yeah. it's hanging out in my bed. There you go. <laughs> That's what works. Exactly. Yep. Know yep. that. <laughs> right. 
So Laura, the other question we always ask our guests is how have you created a life by design and not default? So for me, I will tell you it is a journey. There are times that I get back on the hamster wheel, that I get back on autopilot because I burn myself out. But for me, it again, it's going to go back to, I always go back to my core values. What am I wanting to live? How am I wanting to show up every day? And I pull those babies out and I'm like, Ooh, where am I not doing this? How am I not letting these out to play? I realign. I take a break. I love to travel. I love to get outside. Um, I own horses and I love to go out to the barn and just, you know, so I get out of my head and I get into my body and all of the other five senses and just really bring myself back. That's what I do. Love it. Love yeah. it. This has been such a fantastic conversation today, Laura. We so appreciate you taking the time. Where can our listeners find if they want to work with you or find out more what you're up to? Where can they find that online? Best place is my website, lifewithlauramarie.com. They can also find me on LinkedIn under the same handle. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. So any of the, any of the uh, social medias. Perfect. Well, this has been really super fun. Um, thanks for coming to talk to us about hustle and joy and all of the things because you were totally speaking my language the entire time. You know, it, the funny thing um, is yesterday my daughter called and she was kind of feeling down about herself and, you know, she just got promoted to a new major role at the, at the company. And she was like, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I'm like, honey, like you have to like, why don't you, I said, here, I'm going to send you Brene Brown's values list, right. And give this to all of your staff and ask them to share their top three values. And then you guys can, from there, like once they feel supported, the sales will come naturally when they, you know, and so it's just always a good reminder. I think that, you know, how important values are And I think a lot of people think, oh yeah, whatever. No, like really, truly the values are the foundation of your success always, no matter whether you work at a J-O-B, whether you have a business, whether you don't work at all, it doesn't matter. Whatever, you know, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. What are your values? Like you have to know them. You have to know them. And um, so I love that you do that with your clients because it's so incredibly important. So keep doing the work that you're doing because because people need it. So very passionate about it. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you. I had a great time as always. It's fun to play. Yay. All right. Take care, everyone. See you next time.